0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Black Girl Creative. My name is Lisha Renise, and I am so happy that you are here. I am your creative cheerleader. I'm the person in the stands telling you to finish, to go strong, to do the thing, to take your time, but ultimately to create the art that you're proud of. So as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Black Girl Creative Collective, which is a community of Black women who come together, who support each other, who champion each other, who share, who are vulnerable, who are supportive, and really women who are just beautiful and creative in all different kinds of ways so whether they're painters writers you know presenters mothers all are welcome in our community and it's free so feel free to bring a friend and we will see you in there yay all right so last weekend we had a meetup and it was called how to find your thing and so i was really really excited about this event because i know a lot of women who are talking about i don't know what my thing is or i don't know how to find it or i don't know the first step to take in finding the thing and i don't know how to encompass all of myself into one thing how to include all of myself into one thing and so this event was really really exciting for me a lot of women came out and they were inspired and so that inspires me because i feel like i'm on the right track i feel like i'm actually doing something that helps people but i know that one thing was kept coming up for people and i kind of want to address it in this episode so a lot of people think that when you find your thing it has to be monetized it has to make you money it has to be a business it has to you have to get your llc right away when really all of our things don't have to be something we make money from in this world where, you know, capitalism is pushed and, you know, money is like the one thing that has all the value, it's really hard to feel like you can do something just for the fun of it or just for the heck of it. It's really hard to feel like you can just do something without expecting lights or likes or something in return because we're so used to creating something and then having something given to us for creating that thing, when really we're kind of missing out on the beauty of the real gift of creating, which is the process, but that's a whole other episode. We'll get into that later. But I think that sometimes we focus too much on what we can get from creating something, as opposed to just enjoying the process of creating that thing. And so, yes, yeah, some things you can monetize. Some things you can turn into a business. Some things you can, you know, turn into something that's profitable for you in some way. Again, whether that exchange is money, or whether that is likes, or whether that is subscribes, or whatever it is that you're using as monetary value to give you something in return for your thing. However, wanting to make everything monetizable. Can sometimes kill the creativity, can sometimes make our thing a burden instead of a gift. So, I want to talk about the differences between interests, hobbies, passions, and businesses or services. So, the first one I want to talk about is interests. And so, this is really important to talk about because some things are just interests, some things you're just interested in, meaning you're just curious about. Meaning you don't have to go and buy all the products. You don't have to, you know, make it a hobby or something. You can just really just research it and that's fine. And for some people and for some things, that was the benefit of the thing anyway. That was the thing. The thing was fun because you were just researching it. For example, one thing I do want to do, which I've said before, is I want to learn how to sale, right? Right now I'm just in the interest phase. I don't need to go out buying books. I don't need to go buying equipment and a hat and all this other stuff, an actual boat, because I'm interested in something. But a lot of people go into things that they're interested in as, oh, I need to buy everything. I need to go all in on this thing. And you don't know the first thing about it. And so once you figure out how much work actually takes to do the thing, you're kind of just like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. But now you have all this stuff, all this time invested, all these you know things you told people that you're going to do because you were just interested in something, but you've committed to it in your mind. So now it feels harder to let go of that thing because it was just an interest. And I really feel like for some people, you need to hear that just having interest in something is okay. Literally, I went to school for deaf studies, and at this point for like 12 years, for 12 years, and I was really in the process of getting my um, interpreting um, certificate certificate, um, last semester, however, Mid semester, this semester, I was like, is this something I really want to do professionally right now? And maybe later on, I'll revisit it. But I think right now, I'm just interested in ASL interpreting, ASL to English interpreting. I understand deaf culture is its own thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole culture. It has its own language, its own people, that kind of thing. However, for me, right now, I'm more interested and more invested in my creativity, in my art, in my businesses, these kinds of things. But because I was so focused on the interests, right, as opposed to what was really giving me life and joy, I spent so much time and effort and money chasing those things when it wasn't really giving me joy because I don't think I was supposed to be doing that right now. And again, maybe later on in life, I'll revisit it. Who knows? But right now, I'm really focused on the things that do bring me joy. So again, right now, interests. What are you interested in? What are things that you're like, hmm, that would be cool, write it down, write it down in a journal and maybe revisit it later. But right now you don't have to buy all the stuff. For example, again, I'm interested in making candles. I went all out and I bought all that stuff and the candles have been sitting in the kitchen because I was just interested in it at the time. Now that I have more time, I can actually start making candles. But I think what was more important then was me doing the research first. So when things are just your interest, it's okay to just research it and to watch videos about it and to read books about it and to live vicariously through other people so that you don't have to commit to the things while you're just in an interest mode. I hope that makes sense. Like having interests is okay. We don't have to make everything a thing. All right, the second thing I wanna talk about is hobbies. We live in a culture, in a community, in a world where hobbies have just kind of been thrown out the window. Nobody wants to have a hobby anymore. Everybody wants their things on display. Everybody kind of wants to become famous for that thing or to become well-known for that thing or to become wealthy off of that thing. And so I understand the idea of multiple streams of income. I totally understand. However, I do think it's important to have hobbies. I look at my parents. My dad used to go fishing. And so, no, like, yes, there was some sort of reward that came from catching a fish with his own hands and cooking the fish that he that he caught, you know, fresh in the water. However, that was his hobby. That was something that he just enjoyed. He wasn't trying to become a fisherman. He wasn't be, trying to become known on ESPN for, like, their fisherman tor- tournaments and things like that. But it was something that gave him joy and enjoyment and pleasure. And that's exactly what hobbies are, things that you do that give you pleasure. You don't have to get anything from it except the process of actually doing it or except going to the thing or taking in the thing or watching the thing. So for example, fishing again. If you just want to go fishing and you're interested in it, great, like do the research and all this other stuff, but it has the potential to become a hobby because it's not something that you're getting paid to do. So I've talked about before amateurs and how people are afraid of being labeled an amateur, right? People are like, I don't want to be an amateur, I want to be a professional, the only difference between a professional and an amateur is that a professional does it for money, an amateur does it for the love of it. And so in the same way, you can be an amateur at something, you can be an amateur fisherman, an amateur painter, an amateur sculptor, whatever it is, because you're doing it for the pleasure. And hobbies are supposed to be life giving, not life sucking. You know, when we turn our profession when we turn our hobbies into professions before it's time. We start to hate that thing. We can start to resent it. We can start to resent the fact that we decided to make money off of this thing when it was really just a place for us to enjoy and to feel happy. I really feel like, again, as Black women especially... As black folk, we have been looked at as a product for so long. Like in this country, we were slaves, we were literally judged on how productive we were, how much money we could bring in somebody else. And so we have to reframe that mindset, right? We have to take really take in the fact that we are just people. We are just human beings, and God wants us to do stuff just for the pleasure of it, too. Pleasure brings him joy. Us taking pleasure in the things that he gave us brings him joy. But so often we feel like we have to take those pleasurable things. Oh, I have to make money from this. And so therefore, We throw things away if it's not making money because we feel like we don't have time for it. When you look at society, leisure is kind of looked at as this as this premium, as this premium experience when leisure is supposed to be for everybody. And so even in our communities, you can see leisure. You can see people watching television shows, smoking a cigarette, drinking something to drink. Not that I'm advocating for these things. However, people try to find their pleasure in their leisure in certain stuff. And sometimes they can turn into a bad habit. But I really feel like it's important for all people to have hobbies. It's important to have things that remind you that you are worth something, that you are that you are worth the time it takes to create something, even if nobody sees it. Imagine that. Imagine doing something where the money you make from something is not as important as the extra pleasure you take in making something. Then we can start looking at, e- at each other as human beings. We can lo- start looking at ourselves as worthy, worthy of space and time and comfort and leisure. So, again, we talked about interests, we talked about hobbies. Now let's talk about passions. Passions don't necessarily have to be something we turn into a profession. It could be something that is a hobby, something that we're very that we're very dedicated to. A lot of people have a lot of passion projects. that don't really give anything to themselves except the enjoyment of helping other people. But, you know, the, the, the moral, I don't know, experience, the good experience that you have of serving other people is good enough. That's good enough. It's because it's, it's powered and fueled by their passion. For example, if someone is passionate about people who are homeless, people who don't have homes, people who aren't housed, you know, for some people who have the money and the capital... They will build homes for people who don't have homes, tiny home villages, these kinds of things, give people RVs, these kinds of things to get people off the street and into a house. And so while they might not make any money from it, it's still a passion project and therefore it is passion fueled by them. And so that is enough. They don't need the money. They just need the feeling of helping somebody. So some people have turned those things into nonprofits and people have turned those things into for-profit businesses, which is totally fine too. You know, you look at some businesses like Tom's, I think, like if you buy a pair of sneakers, they give a pair of sneakers away. Now, I don't know everything about their ethical anything, but I'm just using that as an experience. You can still get money from something and still serve other people because you're passionate about those things. So times you buy a pair of shoes, they give a pair of shoes. And so you can still turn your passion project into a business if you want to, but you don't have to, okay? So again, we've talked about interests, hobbies, passions, and passion projects, and how that can be for profit or not, or not for profit. Now let's talk about services and business. The only thing that makes something a business or a service is that it has to serve someone in some sort of need. That's the only thing that makes something a business versus a hobby. Hobbies, you're doing it for the love of it. Services, you're doing it for the money, for the compensation, but you're also doing it to meet someone's need. So for a hobby, you can be painting in your room and nobody knows anything about your painting, For a profession, you can teach people how to paint if you're skilled in it. Teach people how to paint and so therefore it's meeting a need because you're teaching people how to do something and it's a service that you can offer somebody else. And so I really want to make the distinction between these four things because I feel like sometimes they get convoluted and sometimes we can't, we feel like we have to monetize everything that we do and that's not true. You don't have to monetize your thing. You can if you want to, but I really feel like it's important that we have hobbies and interests and passions that are just that, that are just those things. And we separate that from our profession. Because once we start mixing those two things, and this is just my opinion, once we start mixing those two things, we really don't implement a season of rest in our lives. We don't implement resting as a pillar in our lives when it should be i feel like we should have things that are restful that are life-giving that are joy-bringing and we should have something that makes us money now i do think that we should include some of those interests those passions those hobbies into our profession but i really also feel like we need to have there needs to be a distinction between business and pleasure and fun and really just serving other people and so i know as black women and as black creatives it's really hard because i know black men listen to this podcast too it's really hard to go from that mindset of being a product or being productive to really just doing something for leisure and play. Like you can ask my husband, it's really hard for me to relax. Like I'm always trying to figure out how can I be productive today? How can I make something? How can I make some money? You know, and I and I understand for a lot of people, it is hard because especially if you grew up in poverty, like you have to figure out how to make stuff happen all the time. And so it's really hard for people to rest and really trust God and really rest in the fact that he's going to take care of us. But also to rest in the fact that it's okay to do stuff just for the just for the joy of it, just for the fun of it. And so I really want you to start thinking about in your life, do you have room for hobbies? If not, you need to you need to get some hobbies. You need to do something for the fun of it. Do you have interests? Are there things that you can enjoy just like taking in and watching and living vicariously through other people? Do you have passion projects? Things that you're passionate about? Everybody has passions. And so for some people they're like, "How do I find my passions?" Passions can be fueled by hurt, anger, things that make you upset. Um, Things that you're looking at like, why y'all keep doing this? Things that frustrate you that doesn't frustrate everybody. But it can also be things that you're just intrigued by, things that you can't let go. So for an example, um, I love black women. I love Black women. I love creativity. I love storytelling. There are certain parts of me that I just want to incorporate into everything that I do. And so I have photo passion projects where I'm phot- photographing Black women and allowing them to tell their stories. And so there's more on that later um, because now that spring and has opened up and people are kind of outside more, I want to take more pictures of women. But because that is a passion of mine, Black women telling their own stories, advocating for themselves, being heard, being loved, being cherished. That is a passion project of mine fueled by um, my passion for black women and for justice and for and for black women joy, just having joy and luxury with photography, which is one of my other passions. I love photography and I love photography in a way that it tells other people's stories. And so I want to marry those two things together. And so I ask you, like, what are the. Things that you can marry together in your own life to create something totally different, something totally new. And that's basically what we talked about at our meetup. There'll be more on that in the future. However, I just want you to really just take the first steps in getting started by focusing on what are your interests? What are your hobbies? What are your passions? What is your business? And really figuring out, making the distinction between those four things. And making room in your life for joy and leisure and rest and play. And making life and having boundaries for your business and for your services that you offer. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this, you know, gets your juices flowing and gets you started on thinking like, okay, why don't I have any hobbies? And addressing those fears that you have where you're like, oh, I can't rest, I can't play, I have too much to do. Why not? Why can't you? Wouldn't you rather live a full whole life than be forced to just like make money with everything you do for the rest of your life? You know what I'm saying? So I hope this was helpful. This is just my personal experience. This is my personal opinion. And I hope that you can apply this to your own life, to your own creativity. Again, subscribe, leave me a review. Let me know what you think. And yeah, let me know if you have those things in your life. If those, if this is helpful at all. Again, I would love to hear it. And keep creating, keep making stuff because what you make and what you create matters. But beyond that, you matter. And you deserve joy. You deserve rest. You deserve pleasure and play, okay? So until next episode, you guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye.